black cats and bats and ghosts. Make most attractive hosts. They're dying for a dance with you. So, so play, play that, that haunting, haunting refrain. refrain. And now, the witching hour approaches. <laughs> hey, cassettes, and welcome to another episode of the Black Case Diaries. Ooh. Happy Halloween, guys. Happy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Marcy. <laughs> I'm Adam. And I'm Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. If you're listening to this on the day that we release it, happy Halloween. Yes. Happy Halloween. And if you're listening to it on a different day, happy Halloween. I hope you had a good one. Yeah, happy Thursday, I guess. <laughs> or or Friday or... Halloween of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Our theme this month is a Disney Halloween. That's what we've yes. called it this whole time. Uh, yes. We started with... Hocus Pocus. That's right. Mm -hmm. And then we did... Don't Look Under the Bed. Yes, Disney Channel original. That's right, the Disney Channel original movie. Then we traveled back to the scary world of 1980 (laughs) 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 to visit The Watcher in the Woods. A spooky house. Last week we talked about ghosts with Mr. Boogity. Ghosts! And The Bride of Boogity. Oh, God. And this week is very special. <laughs> We're talking about a special, a TV special that defined my childhood. We watched this in my house year round. My little sister was obsessed with it. And so were, so was everyone else. A, a true hidden gem. Honestly, yeah, this is a wonderful special. And if you know about it, you might have known that we were going to do this Mm -hmm. because we named our month a Disney Halloween, and that is what this special is called. (laughs) (laughs) Gotcha. Bringing it all around. The original special was called Disney's Halloween Treat, and we watched it. When I was a kid, we had tapes for every holiday, and there were specials for every holiday, and for Halloween, there was we had a tape that had the Halloween that almost wasn't, the last Halloween, Frankenweenie, Halloween is Grinch Night, and then Disney's Halloween Treat. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck finding it anywhere. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> you get to hear about it, but you probably will never get to see it. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. So this is really cool, and I'm really excited to talk about it. I've yeah. been excited about it for several days, and yes. I'm, I'm losing it. I'm so excited. So <laughs> let's get started. So back in 1982, The Wonderful World of Disney aired a Halloween special comprised of animated clips from some of their spookiest works. With about a 60-minute runtime, Disney's Halloween Treat was hosted by Hal Douglas, an unseen narrator with few appearances from a talking foam pumpkin. Hal Douglas, if you guys are familiar, is the movie trailer guy. Do you guys... Do you guys yes. He's He's in thousands of movie trailers. Mm-hmm. That's what he's known most for, and he did this, and this was a really great, a really great performance. Yes, mm-hmm. it's wonderful. Yeah. One year later, Disney premiered a newer version of the special. This time, ninety minutes long. It omitted parts of the original special, but included pieces from a nineteen seventy seven special called Disney's Greatest Villains. And this version, it excluded the clip from Ichabod and Mister Toad, and also uh, the beginnings were a little bit different too. And this was called A Disney Halloween. Yes. So this is the longer <laughs> version. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Um, weirdly, the skeletons were green mm-hmm. in this one instead of orange, which is weird that they had colors at all, right. if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> when I was a kid, we had both versions on tape, mm-hmm. both of them taped off TV, and we knew which one we were watching if the skeletons were orange in the beginning or if the skeletons were green in the beginning. So some versions ex- include an opening with Michael Eisner. He was the then chairman of the Walt, of Walt Disney Studios. And this opening was most likely added to the VHS release. There was one VHS release of a Disney Halloween in the mid-80s, and that's it. There is mm-hmm. no, there is nothing else. <laughs> Th- this doesn't exist anywhere. <laughs> if you have a copy of this VHS... Good for you. Good. For, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good job. That's awesome. Amazing. But yeah, the only copies we had were taped off TV, like mm-hmm. I said. And so that that was the only time this was distributed. And yeah, in this weird different opening, what happens is that Michael Eisner shows up. He's got the the costumed Mickey and Minnie, the mascots, and they say, "He's where's Goofy?" And Mickey says, "Oh, he's on his way. He's getting his costume and it's a cute little clip. Goofy's got a great costume that's going to blow everyone away. And when he finally shows up, it's just Michael Eisner at the door saying, in Goofy's voice, uh, yeah. here I am. What do you think? What do you think? <laughs> I guess the Goofy costume must have not been available for this shoot. <laughs> yeah. Just the voice. So throughout the 1980s and early 90s, Disney ran this special on its channel every Halloween season. A Disney Halloween was released on VHS in 1985, though the original Disney Disney's Halloween treat was never officially released. Of course, I have a version of it. Yes, so you've got some literal gold. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about both specials. We're going to cover the clips from both, where they're from, and what we love about them. And it's going to be a real treat. (laughs) (laughs) As we said before, the original special, Disney's Halloween Treat, came out in 1982. It opens with clips from Disney's cartoons, most prominently the Skeleton Dance from 1929. Everyone's seen this. It's on the internet. It's there's right. There's memes of it. Yeah. Yeah. The skeleton's legs and stuff go all wibbly wobbly. If you've ever seen any of the spooky memes that happen around this time, ninety percent chance you've already seen a meme that uses some clip from this. Yes. The Skeleton Dance was a Silly Symphony. Silly Symphonies were animated short films set to music that Disney released over a 10-year period. The Skeleton Dance is one of the most popular, along with The Three Little Pigs. You guys know that one? Yeah. Who's afraid of the big bad wolf? Everyone. (laughs) In this version, the skeletons have been colored orange, like we said before, but in the original actual short from 1929, there's no color. Yeah, they were just black and white. Yeah. The theme song for this special was written specifically for the special. One of the few things that was made specifically for the special. A glorious little tune. Yeah, it's really nice. It's wonderful. It really just puts you in a good mood. It's a really sweet... I can't imagine Halloween without it. (laughs) The theme song for the special was written by John Debney. Debney wrote the music for Hocus Pocus, which we talked about earlier this month. He's a great film composer. Mm-hmm. And the lyrics were by Gallen R. Brandt, 
who I actually could not find almost, I couldn't find almost anything on really? that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well. One of the only things I could find was that he wrote the lyrics for Disney's Halloween Treat. Yeah. He, his one <laughs> gift to the world was this song, and then he disappeared. It's a wonderful oh. song. It's got, I love the lyrics in this song. Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah. You can find at least this part is available online. If you just search it on YouTube, Disney's yeah. Halloween Treat intro, you'll see it and you can hear the wonderful little tune. In a Disney Halloween, the title sequence also includes footage of the Haunted Mansion ride at Disney World. In this version, the skeletons are green and like I said before, this is how I would tell the difference. Because of these lovely skeletons, the drink of the week is skeleton dance. Yes. And I went with more of the original way that they were, like the black and white, the clear kind of It's a Yeah, it's a nice little, I love it. It's a nice little drink. It's it's definitely a skeleton holding it. It's on on brand for the season. Yes, for sure. Go check it out. Yeah. Yeah. For free. (laughs) 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 So let's launch into the actual special. Let's do it. And the little bits that are in it. We're going to, what we're going to do is I I split everything up into its own little part. We're going to talk about what it's from and it's going to be a good time. Yeah. Right. So the first, the first thing in the special, it starts out very strong Mm -hmm. with the strong, bold narration. And we take a look at night on bald mountain. This piece is from Fantasia, which came out in 1940. The image is very familiar to many people, as the horrifying Chernabog ascends from the mountain to summon his minions. Yes, it's a very, very odd yeah. <laughs> thing that I don't think Disney would do now. <laughs> but but it's so recognizable, they actually referenced it in um, any of you who've played Kingdom Hearts, one of the... One of the later bosses is the Chernabog from this scene. Yeah. And it's what it's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this scene is pretty graphic. Uh, I don't it doesn't go long enough to show you what happens in the full the full scene in Fantasia where yeah. he, he picks up his minions and throws them into the hellfire. <laughs> the piece of classical music was written by Mazorsky. And is one of the most, and this is one of the most famous animations from Fantasia. Mm-hmm. Some think it might be even the second most famous, right behind the Sorcerer's Apprentice, with Mickey and his wizard hat. Yes. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely very visual. I think the most memorable part of Fantasia, because yeah. honestly, when I watched it, most of the time I ended up falling asleep. But this is, I, I'm sorry. It's, I mean, it's just so. <laughs> calming it is it's true (laughs) and the animation is so beautiful that you're just like oh that's so nice and then yeah you just relax and fall asleep i want to point out that marcy fell asleep today when we were watching this too (sighs) that's true (laughs) um and i think actually i think i would argue that if they hadn't used the imagery of mickey and the wizard hat for like the disney home video stuff then this one might have eked out like a better popularity because they put it everywhere and they use that image then people recognize it from Fantasia and relate it to Fantasia whereas I think this Night on Bald Mountain clip is stronger yeah more Mm -hmm. more recognizable um I guess in terms of its grandness right it is quite grand grandiose (laughs) and and pretty spooky too yes Mm mm-hmm 
So right after that, in a, in a Disney Halloween, we get a clip from The Sword in the Stone from 1963, mm-hmm. which is with an emphasis on Mad Madam Mim. This particular scene features the wizard duel and the death of Mim. So you want to play rough, do you? All right, Merlin. I'll smash you good, you old crab. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Spoilers. There's actually a lot of... Every time, almost every time in the Disney Halloween treat specials, when they show a villain, they show you the villain dying. Mm -hmm. I've noticed Just so that you know that they don't. They aren't still around. Yeah, like they're gone. <laughs> Haunting your dreams. Mim was voiced by Martha Wentworth, who also voiced the nanny in 101 Dalmatians oh in 1961. Lord. I didn't. Wow. Yeah, this was her last acting credit. Oh my goodness. Yeah, as as oh. Mad Madam Mim. What a finish. Yeah. Yeah. This is a nice little scene. I, I like love it. this scene. Mm-hmm. And and the owl Archimedes. Uh, he's voiced by the same person who did Rabbit from Winnie the Pooh. Fun fact, but. Yeah. Arthur is already turned into a bird <laughs> for some reason. Right. Just like it, out of context, it seems so silly. But then two wizards go at it by changing into animals. And it, then it all kind of makes sense. Like, oh, yeah. well, magic is obviously involved. It really throws you into this scene. It's yeah. really nice. It's it's it, The thing about these specials is that they really introduced lots of kids, especially in the 80s and 90s, to older stuff mm-hmm. that they oh, might yeah. not have seen. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's kind of cool. And this is one of those things. True. Sword in the Stone was my dad's favorite animated movie. So that I know he really liked it. But otherwise, I probably wouldn't have. Yeah, watched it. I believe it was on our underrated mm-hmm. Disney movies list. Yeah, that episode Ooh, out. throwback. Ah. So right after that, there is another clip from a silly symphony called The Old Mill from 1937. It's it's a silly symphony, but this is not a silly clip. No. Nope. This is sad. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it that I love is that it's so emotional, and it's in this children's special full of fun little spooky things, mm-hmm. and then you have this very emotional scene, because this was really hard for me to yeah, watch when I was yeah. a kid. It's pretty heavy. Yeah. It's actually kind of almost scarier than a lot of the other yes. clips. Right. And it's it, it has a, a really... St- like stark it has a really stark realism it, that's what i was gonna say yeah. it's so real it, that's the thing about it i think that's so because there's nothing there's no villain in it or anything it, mm-hmm. it, you're just watching something happen right mm-hmm. and there's nothing you can do and there's nothing the animals can do and right they, yeah it's kind of sad it, it reminds me of bambi in a way the art style is very similar and the atmosphere feels very similar it's very natural yeah like you were saying they can't do anything about it bambi is very natural feeling as well and the intense moments it's similar to the april shower scene in bambi where the storm comes yeah and everything is all of a sudden very intense and so is this so it's very very you can like liken them a lot yeah, I think another thing that brings about this intensity is that these animals don't have speaking voices. They don't talk. True. They have their their natural like sounds and stuff that animals make, and that just brings another level. And you've you've I feel like you feel them more. They seem yeah. like real animals. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So what this is about, we haven't really said what happens in the clip, but it it's from a short about various animals, and they all live in this big old windmill, and then there's a storm, mm-hmm. a very intense storm, and the animals know that it's coming, but they, they can't do anything about it, and the storm destroys the mill, and that's that's it. Yep. And most of them were living inside, you know, for protection, but by the end of it, the mill is barely standing. So they're going to have to move on. And it, and it is kind of sad yeah. at the end of it. So I remember being really concerned about the little birdies. There's these little birdies yeah. that are nested yeah. that are nested in this. I don't know if it's like the machinery. Yeah, that keeps right. spinning the, around. Right, oh. the cogs that meet from the mill yeah. that would go down to where the grindstone is at the yeah. bottom. That's where the nest was sitting. And luckily there was a tooth missing in the cog. So yes. it would miss the nest every time. But it was still like, oh, God. Yeah. You know? I was so worried about the <laughs> <Yeah>. bird <laughs> when we watched that. Yeah. So moving on from that part, right. let's get into some of the really classic Disney. Some yeah, really classic some Disney. Old school stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. So we have some specials that feature Mickey Mouse. Yeah, the first one here, Pluto's Sweater from 1949. This one's actually paired with Mickey's Parrot um, from 1938. They're kind of mushed together to make one longer clip. Um, in Pluto's Sweater, we just, you know, he, get, <laughs> he gets he, a sweater yeah. caught on his head and he looks like a weird creature thing. So he scares the pants off of Minnie. Yeah, I he scares Minnie. And there's almost this seamless transition into Mickey being scared in the in the mm-hmm. episode. It's, it's it's an incredible edit. I totally missed it watching it. Yeah. But the second clip is from a, a seven-minute short where an escaped parrot comes into Mickey's home just as he learns that the dangerous convict machine gun Butch <laughs> has shot his way out of jail. <laughs> and uh, obviously thinking that the parrot is said intruder. Scary times happen. Yeah. If you can't watch Disney's Halloween Treat or Disney Halloween, you could probably just find these separate shorts and watch these too. And that'd be really nice. Mm -hmm. Especially because they're not very long. Yeah, exactly. And this is kind of... I love this. This is not something... You you know, there are some very real concerns in these cartoons. (laughs) (laughs) He's worried about... An escaped a, a convict. A real convict. <laughs> Coming to his called, place. Called Machine Gun Butch, yeah, too. Yeah, that, that can't be good. Obviously, <laughs> he's a bad man. It's not. And uh, and you see Mickey in this sneaking around his house with a shotgun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> looking for an intruder. This is different. Yeah. It's different. It's yeah. not what we're used to seeing now. <laughs> One, the clip that they use is so good. I love, I love this part where... Mickey ends up with his shoes tied to his ankles because he's he doesn't have his shoes on at this moment, but he's walking down the stairs in a way that every time he takes a step, the shoe gets pulled behind him down a step and make <laughs> so he's walking down the stairs, but it sounds like somebody else he's is walking. right behind him, and it's, it's such a clever yeah piece of animation. I love it. Yeah, these are really they're so fun to watch. So after we have a little bit of Mickey Mouse, we have a little bit of Donald Duck. 
And this is what I think Marcy should talk about because we were watching this last night and Marcy was laughing so hard. <laughs> this is, and so <laughs> I think you really appreciated it. Yeah, yeah, I, I kind of did. So this one is Donald Duck and the Gorilla from 1944. And the clip comes from a seven minute short about Ajax, the killer gorilla who has escaped from the zoo. Donald Duck and his three nephews prank each other, making them think that Ajax is in the house. But of course, there's a twist when the real Ajax appears and tries to attack Donald. Yes. Whoops. There's this great trope of a radio that keeps popping up and giving Donald instructions on how to defeat the gorilla. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So the part that I was like laughing hysterically about last night was the scene where the actual Ajax is there and the radio turns on and tells Donald, Hey, you know, if you come across this gorilla, the only, the one way to defeat him is to look him in straight in the eye. (laughs) Attention all listeners. Remember you can master any wild animal by looking him straight in the eye. That is all Brackenridge. (laughs) And so Donald, of course, is like, okay, that must be how it's done. So he looks him right in the eyes and he sees in Ajax's eye this little (laughs) rip gravestone that says (laughs) dead duck. Here lies a dead duck. duck. That's right. Here lies (laughs) a dead duck. (laughs) I'm like, that's so brilliant. It's wonderful. I... It's very funny. It is. There's just such there are really great moments in this part. The part with the tear gas is really good oh, too. Yes. They use tear gas on him, and so that's a really nice one. So look that up if you can't find. I mean, yeah, Donald and the gorilla. Mm-hmm. So after that, we take a break from the classic Disney to have a nice, cute little song. Yay! From uh, love this song. Yes. It's the Heffalumps and Woozles song (laughs) from the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. In the film, Winnie the Pooh goes to sleep in a stormy night and dreams the infamous Heffalumps and Woozles, evil creatures, out to steal honey. Because just before that, Tigger told him about them and said, Oh, well, obviously everyone knows that Heffalumps and Woozles steal honey. Oh, my God. Obviously, that's Pooh's worst nightmare. (laughs) So he has said nightmare and it's just a, it's a great little tune. It, it bounces so much. Yes. And And this is one of those animators showing off their animation skills. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Right. It's, it's similar to picture the pink elephants on parade section of Dumbo. If you want something else like it, where it makes no sense. It's all in a dream. Everything's transforming and changing and Mm -hmm. zipping around and, at the same time, just a, a great hopping tune. Yeah, it's wonderful. They, they're far. They're near. They're gone. They're here. They're quick. They're slick. <laughs> they're and insincere. Beware. Yeah. Beware. 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 I, oh. Anyway. <laughs> Go check that out. Watch the yes. mini adventures of Winnie the Pooh, why don't you? Yes. That movie came out in 1977, by the way, just so you help you figure out which one that is. Yeah, because there's been a lot of poo stuff. <laughs> Lots of poo. <laughs> Wow. Okay, guys. Uh, it's P-O-O-H, Robin. 
you know, with that nice little, they peppered in like some, a little bit of the newer stuff. Because remember, this was 19, 1982, 1983. So 1977 wasn't that long ago. So they were peppering in some newer stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, going back to the classic Disney again, we have Pluto's Judgment, which is, it's a conglomerate of three different Pluto shorts pieced together to make a cohesive story where Pluto goes after these cats that have stolen the milk from the milkman. And after he goes after, he goes after these cats and then he has a, a nightmare that mm-hmm. he's on trial for all cats. Yeah. He gets sent down into this it, it's like this cat cave. This cave, it looks like the Cave of Wonders from Aladdin. Yeah, sort of. But more evil. Yeah, <laughs> right. If possible. Yeah, it, it's pretty terrifying. Yeah. He gets sent down in here, and he's forced to face a jury of cats and a, co- <laughs> and a cat judge. Yeah. yeah. We're going to prove you guilty, he says, directly to Pluto. Yeah. <laughs> swear in the prisoner. You solemnly swear to tell the whole truth and everybody who are hard to see will think so help you. <laughs> Shut up. For crimes against cats, and it's this lovely little. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the jury deliberates, and they just walk through a revolving door. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the best parts. <laughs> oh They're like, gosh. okay, here we go to deliberate, and bum, then they bum, just bum, 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 bum. they just come right back out. There's the music. It's the, the funeral dirge. Yeah. <laughs> we find the defendant guilty. G U I L T Y. Guilty. 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 And that's how I learned how to spell guilty. <laughs> yes. It's from that. From that in Disney's Halloween Tree. It's one. Oh gosh. And I just want to say too, there's a 15 year difference between two of the clips that have been strung together. Yes. And mm. as a kid, I I never no. never would have known. I. Had no clue. I had no, and I'm just I'm so impressed with how they were able to put all of these little things together mm-hmm. for the special. It's really right. cool, and it makes such a good story. It it all fits together seamlessly. Yeah. in terms of narrative, like chasing the cats away. Obviously, cats don't like him. He doesn't like cats. He goes inside, tries to go to sleep. Yes, the kitten who lives inside is driving him nuts too. Figaro. <laughs> yeah, and he finally falls asleep. Has this nightmare and then, you know, realizes he should be nicer to cats. But then they take the clip from the one with Figaro in it, which is different. Yeah. A different clip. And, you know, then they snuggle up together and go to sleep for real. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like, wow, that made so much sense because now he's being nice to cats. Now he's nice to cats because he had this horrible, horrible nightmare. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which would have been enough to scare anybody into being nice to cats. I mean, those cats are terrifying. Yeah. They do not look anything like Figaro. <laughs> no, they're very scary. Yeah. It's a, it, yeah. It's really cool animation, but it's terrifying. <laughs> so I, I, I absolutely love Pluto's Judgment. It's such a great little piece. So the next part that we're going to talk about is so weird <laughs> and so different from everything else in yes. the special. It's it's so cool though. I love it. It's really great, mm-hmm. and uh, it adds to the creepy atmosphere. It's from uh, the Wonderful World of Disney episode called "The Great Cat Family," which came out in 1956. And they talk about cats and how people believed cats to be evil, and they would hurt cats or kill cats. And if we didn't have cats around, that rats would take over the world, and. Uh, 
But don't be fooled, too, because cats could be evil. We just don't know. Mm-hmm. It's this, and it's a really interesting little bit, and I love it so much. Yeah. They were condemned by the words of the ignorant. Idle gossip growing into wild rumors, spreading through towns and villages, twisting and turning into fantastic and monstrous tales. These tales became known as superstitions. And, and the animation is completely different from everything else. It's a very realistic take on cats. Mm-hmm. You know, he's sneaking down the stairs and chasing after rats and... Then, like this, <laughs> this woman. This yeah. woman is looking at the cat. It's just sitting there, and she's like, she's slowly like starting to freak out because it's just staring. Yeah, at the her. cat's staring at her, and the narrator is telling us about how black cats could be evil spirits, mm-hmm. and this woman is getting slowly more and more terrified of her cat, and then a, a hot coal from the fire falls on the cat, and the cat freaks out and scares the woman yeah it's i i love it crazy yeah it's so cool and i i love the bit about superstitions Mm -hmm. when i talk they talk about how stories get twisted and it's amazing (laughs) so to continue the theme of cats we have a clip right after that from uh, lady and the tramp from 1955 here we have cyan am the troublemaking cats from the film and the song was originally sung by Peggy Lee, which I think it's interesting that the cats are named Cy and Am, right? Cy Am, Mies. Yeah. The song is wildly considered to be problematic, and in the 2019 version of Lady and the Tramp, which is going to be coming out later this year, the song will be rewritten <laughs> and performed by Janelle Monet. Yes. I'm, I am interested to see what they're going to change for this particular song, but yeah. it doesn't mean I'm... Yeah, <laughs> I'm actually interested. It's interesting to me that they're keeping the song in. Yeah, right, and they're gonna yeah. change it. I, I would have thought they'd just take the whole thing out. Right, yeah. just make the scene. Yeah, just without a song. Yeah, mm-hmm. but everybody knows this part. Yep, and so right after that, there is in a Disney Halloween. This is only in a Disney Halloween, and it's not in Disney's Halloween treat. There is a segment taken from another wonderful world of disney episode called disney's greatest villains and it came out in 1977 so uh, there was a special in 1956 called our unsung villains and it was hosted by ha- hans conried and he played the magic mirror and when he played the magic mirror he talked about being with the evil queen and he introduced all of disney's villains up to that point just for the audience And in 1977, they updated it because they wanted to add Medusa from The Rescuers. She was a brand new villain, and they wanted to make sure that she got included in the special. So they took that special from 1977, and they just inserted it in a Disney (laughs) Halloween. Right, which is what makes the runtime of this one so much longer. Yes, yes. And at the time... When a Disney Halloween came out in 1983, Hans Conried had already passed away. And uh, so they just remastered the footage from the original special and they had him in it anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and one other thing I want to say about Hans Conried too was that he did a lot of voice work. He did the voice, he did voices in The Hobbit, the animated Hobbit in 1977. He was the Grinch in Halloween is Grinch Night which yes. is another great TV special. And he's also the voice of Captain Hook in Disney's Peter Pan. Yes. He does such a good job in this. He's such a character. They 
somehow made they painted his face all <laughs> white and then the background's completely black so he looks like a floating face <laughs> in the mirror and he's just talking about villains and it's he's so he's got such an attitude of his own he would make a great villain in his own right thing. and he's doing such a great job because he even introduced introduces captain hook himself He's like, oh, and here is Captain, the dastardly Captain Hook. And you can't even tell that it's the same voice. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. That's when you know yeah. it's a good voice actor. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty neat. He's so in character, and I love it. It's awesome. So I made a list here of all of the villains that he talks about and okay. the movies that they're from. So yes. we're just going to break it down. Yeah, let's break yeah. it down now, y'all. One hop this time. All right. So the first one he talks about is Peter Pan from 1953. He highlights Captain Hook. And we see the scene where Captain Hook was in... Sorry. We see the scene where Captain Hook is defeated by Peter Pan. Yes. It's kind of a quick mixture of a few scenes there, too, where it starts with Peter Pan fighting Captain Hook on the ship. But then... The narrator comes back in for a moment, and then the clip goes back to the the cave where mm-hmm. where they're keeping Tiger Lily and all that stuff. And yeah, yeah. And this this particular scene with Captain Hook and Peter Pan is in both specials, actually. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, good, yeah. nice, because it's a good one. Yeah. Da, yeah. Da, da. After that, we talk. He talks about Edgar from the Aristocats. Yes. We, ah, yes. 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 I love the two dogs that go after him. I can't remember their names at this moment, um, but um, Napoleon, Napoleon is, is the one who's like he's the older I'll one. Right? I'll say that, when like, we go. Yes, I'm the leader. <laughs> I'll get to say when we go. Okay, let's charge. <coughs> Wait a minute. I'm the leader. I'm the one that says when we go. Here we go. Charge. Yeah, this is the scene from the Aristocats where we see, I think this is, they show the scene where Edgar actually abducts the cats and takes Mm -hmm. them, right? And then I think later, it shows us later maybe. Yeah, it shows the whole scene of him driving on his motorcycle to take the cats away because he was originally, I think the plan was to just take the cats so far away they couldn't possibly find their way back. Yeah. But because of the dogs attacking, the cats spill out and they end up next to the river where they start the next morning. Yeah. But the whole scene of him getting chased by the dogs is pretty much in there up until he runs into the big stack of straw. You remember? Yes. Crashes into that. That's where the clip ends. But it's almost the whole clip. Um, and yeah, I, I agree. I love those two dogs. Yeah. They're so I found Napoleon and Lafayette. Lafayette is the other one. Yes. Yes. So the so the next thing on the list is Mickey and the Beanstalk, and he highlights the giant. This piece is from Fun and Fancy Free, which was a Disney film from 1947. Jeez, oh man. When I watched this one, this one does not feel like it's from the 40s to me. I don't know why. It just feels way newer than that. Maybe it's just because of the animation or something. Yeah. It just feels new. I don't know if they've remastered it or something since, but it, this one I really like. The, the the giant seems really nice, almost. Yeah. Until he sees them, and he's like, uh, "Oh, 
you really feel for the giant, especially mm-hmm. with the magic beer's narration on top yeah. of it. Yeah. Because he kind of explains, too, he's like, this is a little unfair. I mean, they broke into his house. They stole something of his. Yeah. You know, this isn't, and he went after them. And then, it, but he's the villain? Yeah. yeah this yeah. is, yeah. He's like, it's not his fault he's so giant. Yeah. yeah. He's a glandular disorder, I think is what he <laughs> said. Like yeah, that. that's yeah. exactly what he said. <laughs> all because of a little glandular disorder yeah. yeah and at the end he's like well the bigger they are the harder they fall and that heavy was really heavy <laughs> <laughs> oh my <laughs> but it's the whole scene of them being discovered by the giant and then chased back down the beanstalk and they yeah. cut it down cutting it there really does make the giant look a lot worse <laughs> than if right. you think about the whole story yeah yeah so after that, there is a scene, the scene with Ka in the Jungle Book, who was voiced by Sterling Holloway. Yay. If we remember, the voice of Ka is the same as the voice of Winnie the Pooh. Hooray. <laughs> with some honey. Yes. Yeah, this is the scene where he's trying to hypnotize, hypnotize Mowgli, and then he gets stopped when Shere Khan yep. shows up. Yep. Yes. I believe the narration is they talk about, he says that uh, a thing that villains really don't want is another villain. Yes. The, the worst thing for right. a villain is another villain. Right. <laughs> yeah. His call was this close to getting Mowgli. Yes. He was completely under the spell. So Just close. had to eat him. And then Shere Khan shows up. Yep. I'm oh. not interrupting anything. Right? <laughs> oh, me? No, no, no. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm singing myself to sleep. <laughs> oh, I love Jungle Book. So after that, we have a scene from Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs focusing on the evil queen. And this is really, really short in a Disney Halloween. But in Disney's Halloween treat, we get the full treatment of the queen. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Once upon a time, there was a little girl who was adopted by seven kindly dwarves, and they all lived happily ever after. Pretty dull, isn't it? Everybody happy, no problems, nothing to worry about. Once again, what this story needs is a villain. We see from when she transforms to when she poisons Snow White, and we also see her meet her doom at the edge of a cliff. Doom. Yes. Another... De- villain death. Yep, it's yep. the same deal. Every time they show up in this, we watch them die. <laughs> yep. It's pretty gruesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it so. I love it so much. So then we have a little bit, we have a little bit of Sleeping Beauty with Maleficent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, yeah. I think this is a full clip too. The real Maleficent. This one covers from Maleficent having already captured Prince Philip going into the jail cell to like tease him. Yeah. It's like, oh, you you were betrothed or whatever. Oh, yeah, what a handsome great, boy. Oh. oh, the great prince. Ha, ha, ha. And then she leaves the the three fairy godmothers come in, save him, it, while the narrator says something like, well, he needed help from three fairies. That's unfair. That's four against one. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and, then, and then it plays the rest of the movie in its entirety up until Maleficent's death. Yeah. By sword. I love it. They gave her her like the true amount that she deserved, exactly. you know? Yeah. <laughs> the whole bit. So, after Maleficent, the magic mirror kind of briefly mentions some some more villains. He mentions Lady Tremaine from Cinderella with a nice little clip of her, just a really short one. We talk he talks about Corella Deville, 
for a moment. And in Disney's Halloween Treat, there's a full scene on Cor- of Corella Deville, a really long one, which is we watch the whole thing with the pups in the snow, and we watch her crash her car and all right, of it. Where they're chasing them in yes. the moving truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that is in Disney's Halloween Treat, but not in a Disney Halloween. It's you could see how they tried to kind of balance each other out a little bit, which is a little funny because because they never almost never showed both of them they would show one or the other we were just saying how they always show the villain's end right but in the other one in this one they don't but in in disney halloween treat where they show the whole bit about cruella she doesn't actually die right but that car crash at the end is technically the end of her right does mm-hmm. she come back in the rest of the movie no no that's the end of Cruella. yeah so yeah. so in a way they did still show the end of Cruella. yeah they show the end of everybody pretty yeah. much yes. it's very yeah so then he mentions the queen of hearts from alice in wonderland mm-hmm. we just get a little glimpse of her off yes but then at the end <laughs> this is the last thing we get this is the last thing we get from the magic mirror is the scene with the rescuers from 1977 with Medusa, the newest villain in the Disney catalog at the time. Yes. It's the scene where the mice show up at the shack or wherever they're living and and her assistant guy (laughs) can't get them. This is is different. This scene's different from all the others because what they pulled it from was from 1977, and they didn't show the end of Medusa because they had the movie hadn't come out yet, and they didn't want to show anything more than just this little clip. So it's a very short clip, but they they brought it in because they wanted Medusa Sorry. to get. They wanted Medusa to get. Okay, featured. to get some some hype building up for that yeah. movie. Okay. Yeah. So this ends with Medusa shooting her gun. And the bullets are hitting the magic mirror. Yeah. And he says, I don't know about you, but I'm getting out of here. (laughs) And then the other narrator comes back in and is like, well. Tosses some shade. Yeah. (laughs) He just kind of, bing, like his his (laughs) face just disappears. (laughs) So, yeah, the the next narrator, the old narrator comes back. And uh, he does, he throws a little bit of shade. And uh, he brings us into another great little, another great little part of a Disney Halloween. Love this one. Yes. I believe this is, it's funny, little bits of this are in Disney's Halloween treat, but Disney Halloween is the only one with the full. It's, I think it is the full episode. It might be. In this case, it might not even be shortened. Yeah. It's called uh, Lonesome Ghosts from 1937. Ghosts. This short film was originally released three days after Snow White and the Seven Dwarves came out. Wow. I know. Amazing. That's cool. It's amazing to think about. It came out on Christmas Eve. Oh. Ghosts. Yeah. It features four bored ghosts that play pranks on Mickey, Donald, and Goofy. In this episode, the trio are ghost exterminators from Ajax, the fictional Disney company equivalent to Acme in the Looney Tunes. Yeah, you recognize that. The gorilla is named Ajax as well, so it's kind of like a little running thing they do in all their cartoons. It also features Clarence Nash as Donald, Pinto Klovig as Goofy, and Walt Disney as Mickey Mouse. Ta-da! 
the <laughs> the true voices, I think. Yes, those are the the three original voices. Yep. Yeah. I we we talked about this. We love some of the stuff that Donald in particular says in this episode, <laughs> and just the <laughs> you can barely understand him unless you listen to it over and over. He realizes you realize what he says. So a couple of years ago, Adam started to remaster a Disney Halloween. Yeah, and uh, he had to listen to this clip over and over <laughs> and over. It's what happens when you edit stuff together. Yeah. The reason why I started that project is I wanted to watch the a Disney Halloween, but it's nowhere to be found other than Robin's tapes. Yeah. And as far as VHSs go, they've held up really, really well. But the only other one that I was able to find after digging for so long online looks terrible. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> it's it's really hard to see. All the white is super overexposed i guess i i don't know it's blown out yeah all the darks are extremely dark it's hard to see so i thought all of these clips all of these movies still exist in much better quality so i'm gonna edit it all together and yeah give us a remastered and, version and when he did this so he had to hear so he knows exactly what donald's saying <laughs> he's a donald duck translator yeah he's He's very good at it. It's well, I'll be impressive. a son of a gun. <laughs> so send him all your clips. Yeah, if you, have any, if you wonder what yeah, Donald is saying and anything, just send it to Adam. <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll we'll let you know. We'll respond. So there you go. So and I, I love this little bit with the ghosts. Yeah, this is funny. It's, it's interesting. so funny. It's very funny. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It's so cute. The ghosts are bored, and they so they lure in these exterminators just to mess with them. Right. <laughs> and they mess with them, and they have, a, and it's got a very good Three Stooges vibe to it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like you know Mickey Donald and Goofy, and you know they come through. It's a good story, and at the end, of course, they accidentally end up scaring the ghosts <laughs> at the end and it's it's a sweet little story. Yeah, it's great. I our one of my favorite parts from it is right at the beginning when the ghosts call Ajax Ghost Exterminating Company or whatever the whole the full name is. They're asleep. The Mickey Donald and Goofy are just sleeping <laughs> around a desk with a phone just That's, sitting there. It's such a Three Stooges thing. It is, because they have nothing else to do. They have no other work to be done. Imagine getting paid to hunt ghosts, and like no yeah. one ever calls, so you're just sleeping on the desk. you're just sitting there. <laughs> right. Oh, wonderful. That would, that would be great, except for the lack of money, probably. Probably. <laughs> yeah. So the last, the the last of the classic Disney cartoons is Trick or Treat from 1952, and this was when I was a kid. This was my favorite part of a Disney Halloween, and we just rewatched it. My oh my, it's adorable. Yes. <laughs> the short features June Foray as Witch Hazel. June Foray, obviously, we've talked about her before. Mm-hmm. She's an she was an incredibly prolific voice actress. Yeah, there. I guarantee you, you've heard at least ten of her voices. Yeah, like I'm not just gonna say you've heard her before. You've heard her ten at least times. If you're listening to us, you've heard June Foray. Absolutely, (laughs) for certain. Absolutely, she. She's done so many wonderful things, and so yeah, she's Witch Hazel in this, 
And there's also an uncredited performance from uh, Thurl Ravenscroft as the Jack-O-Lantern. And I just love talking about Thurl Ravenscroft because he had a wonderful, deep voice. He was the singing voice in You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch, which you hear every Christmas on the radio. Yep, sure do. So you hear him every Christmas. Clarence Nash, obviously, is the voice of Donald Duck. The original voice of Donald Duck, and he's in this. He also voices his three nephews at the mm-hmm. same time, yep. even though they don't talk nearly as much in this. Yeah, yeah. It's impressive, honestly. Mm-hmm. The music was written by Paul J. Smith. Throwback. Does anyone remember our Disney Scores episode? Yeah, yeah. We talked about it's Paul J. Smith. Yeah. He wrote the music for this. There's a sweet little song, Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat for Halloween. It's that's it's it's great. It's so good. It's, it's so, good. so good. So basically what happens in this is Huey, Dewey, and Louie, Donald Duck wrongs them. He like, <laughs> he's just a jerk. Yeah, he's mean to them, and they team up with Witch Hazel, who says, you know what? It's Halloween. I'm going to help you out. Let's just go mess with this guy. Double, double, toil and trouble. Fire burn at cauldron bubble. Eye of needle, tongue of shoe. Hand of clock that points at two. This is the real thing, you know, right out of Shakespeare. And they just <laughs> torment Donald Duck all night. <laughs> they paint his face. Yeah. <laughs> they paint his house. <laughs> yeah. They, you know, they force him to dance. That's one of my favorite parts. <laughs> They enchant his legs, and so he's forced to dance. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it, it, it's it's so, so great. <laughs> and by the end of it, he he refuses to give his nephews anything for trick or treat, any kinds of g- candy or food or anything. So he throws the key. He locks away all the food in his yeah, pantry. He's got this incredible collection of candy and yeah, sweets. Yeah. <laughs> and he throws the key under the door so that nobody can get it. But then Witch Hazel enchants his feet again to make them bash down the door with him. <laughs> it's awesome. It's so good. And just a funny thing that I thought about. Could, you could say... Hey, you remember that episode, uh, that Disney cartoon where Donald was just being a jerk? <laughs> and you've covered 90% of Donald's <laughs> <Right>. stuff. <laughs> Almost all of it. Donald was such a mean little curmudgeon. He's, yeah. He is. Especially to his own nephews, I for know, goodness right? sake. Yeah. I was just thinking that. Yeah. yeah. So who is Donald's sister? Or brother, oh, I guess. Della Duck, I think, or Thelma, or something like that. I think they're actually covering that in the uh, the new DuckTales. Yeah. Because there actually used to be a Donald Duck comic book. Oh, really? Yes. Nice. My dad used to read it, and I think that they did reference her. Okay. At some point. I guess it, it could technically be a brother, too, to it's, have it's nephews, sister. but okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yep. You're right on the nose. Uh-huh. So that's the end of a Disney Halloween. Yes. Yes, but Disney Halloween ends with this really cute little, the pumpkin winks at you, and bum ba dum bottom. It's the end. <laughs> it's the end of the special, and it's super cute and super lighthearted. The original Disney Halloween treat, however, did not end this way. <laughs> it ended with a scene from Ichabod and Mr. Toad, which was a film that came out in 1949. Ichabod and Mr. Toad covered two stories, The Wind in the Willows and The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Mm -hmm. 
So the little bit that they covered in the very end of the original Disney's Halloween treat, it showed the clip where they're doing it's they show the ghost the ghost story clip where Brom Bones, voiced by Bing Crosby, sings a song about the headless horseman. And then after we cut to Ichabod Crane cautiously riding home on his little horse. Or mule, whatever it is. It's, it's, whatever it is. It's very, whatever it is. It's a it, little thing. It conjures yeah. the spirit of Eeyore. And uh, then he gets attacked by the Headless Horseman. Yes. Uh, they show you the whole attack scene. Uh, it's I think it's cut up a little bit. Yeah, even, even the, the part before where he's just, the, the whole force is playing tricks on him. Mm-hmm. And he's losing his mind even before yeah. the Headless Horseman shows up. Yeah, you see this wonderful. You, you've get you get this really cool audio of him whistling, and you hear the whistle echo through the trees yeah. and the wind. Then he's he's cautiously riding down the road. You kind of delve into this madness with him because you start to hear the crickets and the frogs. Come on, yeah, come on. You know, you're starting to freak out with him, like, oh gosh, maybe something is going on. Yeah, and then he gets. Uh, poked by a tree or something like that and freaks the heck out and then a crow flies in front of him and says beware beware and then the headless horseman shows up yes the headless horseman comes so it's a really suspenseful scene and uh, even I mean you're watching it when you're a kid this is a great story mm-hmm. it's based off of a story by Washington Irving. We've seen it's done many, many times. Yes. Including Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah. It's a classic story. It sure is. It's suspenseful. It's amazing. And I thought that since Disney's Halloween tree ended with this, we should end our Halloween special yeah. with <laughs> The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Heck yeah. <laughs> After we watch Ichabod Crane get defeated, utterly defeated, Mm. By the Headless Horseman. Headless Horseman throws a flaming pumpkin right at Ichabod Crane. And we see the flames. And that's it. And it cuts to the bridge the next morning with a hat and a shattered pumpkin. And and then it it. fades to black. But they don't include the narration that was actually included in the original. So I'm going to read the very ending narration of The Legend of Sleepy Hollow right now. The old country wives, however, who are the best judges of these matters, maintain to this day that Ichabod was spirited away by supernatural means. And it is a favorite story often told about the neighborhood round the winter evening fire. The bridge became more than ever an object of superstitious awe, and that may be the reason why the road has been altered as of late years, so as not to approach the church by the border mill pond. The schoolhouse, being deserted, soon fell to decay, and was reported to be haunted by the ghost of the unfortunate pedagogue, and the plowboy, loitering homeward of a still summer evening, has often fancied his voice at a distance, chanting a melancholy psalm tune among the tranquil solitudes of Sleepy Hollow. We don't know what happened to Ichabod. But do we know that all those kids never learned again? <laughs> it said the schoolhouse went down to ruins, basically. It's true. Oh, no. Those poor kids. Those poor kids. 
All those children got left behind. Yeah. Ichabod, whatever. But those kids. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they were the future. He could have just fled town. <laughs> yeah. True. We don't know. He could have. We don't know. Or Brom Bones got him. Or the Headless Horseman got him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who knows? So that's how we're ending our Halloween special. Hooray. Yay. Yeah. Ba, 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 ba. Thanks for sticking with us, guys. We had a fun time this month talking about all of these awesome Disney Halloween. Spookus. Yes. So you can always find us at our website, blackcasediaries.com, on Twitter, at blackcasediary. You can find us on Instagram, at blackcasediarypodcast. Diaries podcast? Diaries podcast. (laughs) Hooray. Okay. Um, And we have a Patreon you can always visit, which is where you can find our drink of the week. That's right. Yes. Yes. And and some exclusive episodes on there, too. Yes. Got some really cool stuff. Yes. So I'd say this is another case closed. Woo! Good job, guys. (laughs) That's right. Ah. Another Halloween close. Happy <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> we'll see you in the morning. See you tomorrow. Maybe. And this Disney Halloween must come to an end. Man, I'm getting out of here.